Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Wednesday, June 21st edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And we've got a bunch of news to get into today, starting with uh, sort of a, a rehash of news we already knew, but it's a little bit different than um, with some changes. So the rap is, has reported that Phil Lord and Chris Miller have met with WB about the Flash movie. This was already talked about uh, when, you know, the news about Robert Zemeckis and, and the others were the favorites to direct the Flash film. But it's a little bit different now because Phil Lord and Chris Miller are no longer directing the Han Solo film. So their schedule just got nice and free. Um, but yeah, but the rap specifically mentions that they have talked with Warner Brothers since Rick Famuyiwa left, which was last October. Um, so don't know how serious, like if it's an actual possibility for them to direct or if they were just, you know, giving advice or if they were just, you know, having coffee or what, but, uh, interesting nonetheless. Yeah, for sure. And they are, they are names that I would definitely wouldn't mind see coming in to direct a movie in the DC and especially the flash. I think they would be a good fit for that. Um, other, I don't know. There, obviously there's been some issues with the studio wanting maybe to go in a certain direction and the directors they brought on so far, not wanting to go that direction. And that sounds exactly Seems like that's the exact same reason that they just left the Han Solo movie. So I would be interested to see if their direction, if if what they want lines up with what the studio wants, I think they'd be a great fit for The Flash. Right. But I will say, you know, the directors who have, you know, Seth Graham Smith and Rick Famuyiwa are not Phil Lord and Chris Miller when it no. comes to yeah. provenness as a director, um, you know, it's possible they left over some differences in terms of tone or style or anything like that. But it's also possible that, you know, Seth Graham Smith and Rick Famuyiwa's scripts and everything just weren't very good. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that would be a concern with Lord and Miller. Um, they did write the story treatment for the flash way back in 2015. Uh, unknown if that's still the current one that Joe B. Harold was working off of or what. And there was a possibility for them to direct, although they were never, uh, signed on or anything like that to direct. It was just a, a possibility at the time. I think, you know, I'm, I've sort of, I'm very interested in Robert Zemeckis right now, but Phil Lord and Chris Miller have a tremendous track record. So if they came on, I would have no problem with that. Yeah, definitely not. Other than the weird situation of them departing, which would just be speculation on why that is and everything. But yeah, uh, um, All right, moving on, Batman and Harley Quinn, the animated film, is going to premiere a little early at San Diego Comic-Con on Friday, July 21st. Uh, so for you normal people and us who are not going to be there, I don't know why that makes you normal. There's there's normal people who go to Comic-Con. I guess um, the majority of people, <laughs> yeah, not necessarily normal. <laughs> uh, who aren't going to be there, you're going to get to see the movie digitally August 15th and physically August 29th. Hooray. Yeah, not surprising that it's uh, going to be releasing at Comic-Con, but just one of the many things to look forward to for that weekend. Yeah, they did something pretty similar with uh, Return of the Cape Crusaders, too. It came out 
couple weeks early at one of was it at comic-con or one of the other comic-cons maybe the new york one yeah that was new york comic-con but they usually have something that lines up to premiere i think they did the killing joke at comic-con la- at san diego comic-con yeah. last year so uh this is standard pretty yep. standard on to tv big tv news as a watchman tv series is in development at hbo with damon lindelof this is a uh apparently lindelof has worked on lost and leftovers so some people like don't like him because i don't know the ending of lost or whatever i've never seen it uh so he's i guess he's controversial but the leftovers has great reviews i've never seen it three seasons on hbo uh very well received critically uh very interesting what do you think about this zach yeah obviously i mean watchmen still probably my favorite comic book of all time Uh, so any sort of adaptation something set in that universe um, is exciting to me. And so this has been talked about for quite a while now, but it's exciting that we are getting some more news on it. And I actually, I loved the end of lost. And so I loved all of lost. So if, if it's anything like that, I'm okay with it, but I know some people didn't like that. Um, I haven't checked out the leftovers yet, but it does sound really interesting. And if he's involved, I should check it out too. Yeah. So we know this is a, apparently HBO has been looking into this since like 2014, 2015. At one point, Zack Snyder was attached. This is something different from that. Uh, According to Variety, there's no official deal in place or anything like that. It's not going to be connected to the Zack Snyder film. And um, so what would you kind of what would you like to see out of this? Yeah, that's that's a really good question. I. I, I honestly, I don't think I want to see just like a straight adaptation. I think Zack Snyder did an amazing job with the film. And so I'm not sure I want to see that just completely redone again in a TV show. But that being said, I don't know if I'm creative enough to come up with what, well, what else would you do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a really tricky thing because if they did just do a straight adaptation, which if they don't do a straight up adaptation, fans are going to be very upset. Uh, Watchmen fans. But if they did do it, I-, I could see you doing like one season, 12, 12 episodes, one per issue or whatever. But um, that doesn't really make sense for an ongoing TV series. So could they introduce some of the before Watchmen comics? Could they potentially do something unique and different, like set it in the present day, but still try to carry some of those themes and the style and and everything like that and apply it to modern day or something like that? Um, I really have no idea what, what a Watchmen TV series would look like, but if it's done in that style and that tone and on HBO, it could be pretty fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Like, and there's just there's so much that they can do with those characters too. So even if they, I mean, if they just like picked up right where that Watchmen run stopped and just kind of explored what's going on in the world after that, because most of the characters are still alive and whatnot. No spoiler alerts, um, I guess. But <laughs> that would take away one of the best characters. It, it yeah, it definitely would. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I agree with you there and I don't, I don't know, uh, definitely something I want to see, but I'm really curious how to, how, how it will shape up. Yeah. And there's a, an older article from, I think it was when the film was coming out in the observer where Lindelof is talking about Watchmen and what, what he wants for it and kind of his vision for it. And so obviously maybe some things have changed, but at that time he, he talked about it wanting to be 
insular. Basically, he didn't he wanted it to be okay with people not understanding it, which if you've ever seen Lost, that makes sense because I don't think anybody understands Lost really. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm interested to see if he still wants to do that. I think he even said people don't deserve to understand it. <laughs> yeah, here, here's the quote. It's okay with me if people don't understand it because they don't deserve to understand it. That's yeah. a Hollywood reporter uh, <laughs> from a 2009 interview. Yeah. Um. So I think you would definitely respect sort of the the you know try to respect what alan moore was going for in the comic but i I, it's got to be something outside of a straight adaptation for it to make sense in a in an ongoing tv series yeah definitely so i'm excited to see get some more news uh in the upcoming days on this yeah i'm guessing it might be a while though uh yeah maybe i shouldn't say days maybe months (laughs) yeah uh i'd be surprised if we see anything until you know a while uh, and wrapping up today and continuing TV news, Billy Zane's going to guest star on Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, according to Entertainment Weekly, he's going to appear in one episode as P.T. Barnum, which kind of gives us uh, a little peek into what time periods they're going to go. Uh, Barnum founded the Barnum and Bailey Circus that you've probably heard of in the 1800s. So I'm assuming we're going around that time unless there's some sort of future version of P.T. Barnum or like a P.T. Barnum that's running around with dinosaurs. But you never know. This show is pretty crazy. <laughs> Well, it could be that could all be done in the present day with uh, how the show goes. But yeah, um, P.T. Barnum had uh, sort of a weird and interesting life, but they specifically mentioned the the circus in the in the article. So I think they're definitely going to be going to the circus and yeah, no idea what it's like. Cool to see Billy Zane and Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, I was trying to think of the last time I've ever seen him do anything. It's been quite a while, so... <laughs> he's he's done some things. I, I know. I'm sorry, Billy Zane, if you're listening. Yeah, <laughs> I would be surprised if he isn't. Uh, but yeah, uh, he's done some things. But that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.